You're listening to Two Guys Talking Wine with Michael Pincus and Andre Prue. Hello, Michael. Andre, uh, you'll never guess what I'm staring at. Uh, I'm guessing a broken microphone because people can immediately tell from listening to your voice that we're still having technical issues at the yet unnamed St. Catherine studio. Correct. That is that is what's going on. And uh, one of these days, I will actually take uh, 10 minutes to try and figure out what the problem is. But at the moment, uh, I don't have that 10 minutes. You know what? I'm actually going to throw this throw this out there right now because I, I think it'd be a really funny thought. If anyone has, I don't know, let's say $300. For $300 for the rest of 2022, we will call the St. Catherine Studio the Baco Noir Studio. Oh, you're you're not funny. Oh, I'm so not funny. Even, so it, Not even funny. It would be two guys talking wine coming to you from the Baco Noir Studio in St. Catharines. And then we would call the Hamilton Studio the Sauvignon Blanc Studio. That's actually not so bad. That's not so bad. I'm drinking. I'm yeah, drinking whatever. some Sauvignon Blanc. I mean, so I think you can do better than that. We could call. Yeah, it, you don't drink it. I don't. Know, maybe maybe we yeah, should. Maybe we ahead. should get. Maybe we should get our friends at Yellowtail to to sponsor the Hamilton Studio. We'll have to call it the Yellowtail Studio. Oh well, I don't know if we can do that. Uh, legitimately, but maybe we can find another one that's something, or we can call it the uh, the 19 Crime Studio, or the Snoop Dogg Studio, or the Snoop Dogg Wine Studio. Oh, I see what you're doing right now. This is a this is a very good segue. You were asking what you were looking at. I think this is the answer that you were hoping for. I think you've got Martha Stewart over for dinner. I do. I have her over, and um, not only do I have a bottle of the 19 Crimes Martha's Shard. Uh, I've actually cracked the cork. I don't know if you've done that yet. Mm-hmm. Have you Have you opened your bottle? I have. I've actually taken a few sips of it. Okay. And and did you see what was on the cork? Um, I I love it. <laughs> it's, it's Martha's face. It's Martha's face on the cork. Ah, uh, so, I'm not really sure where to do with that, but and it seems that this, this some of the some of the bottle is redacted. Uh, on the front label, I have not. Uh, I have not poured the wine. I just did right now. Uh, they look. Seems they have um, redacted Martha's name. They have uh, redacted part of California, which I didn't think you could do on in Canada for a wine label. But I guess now you can. Uh, I mean, there's got to be a reason why and how. Like a lot of this is is just like it's it's the branding and the marketing, right? Like the whole thing with 19 Crimes is they've got the mugshot on the front and the folk hero story at the back. And I know last year I was extremely critical of the Snoop Dogg uh, Red, and I, I still I stand I stand by it. I still don't think that the um, the brand partnership made a lot of sense, given that Snoop Dogg has never really had anything to do with wine throughout his career. You know, I say the song is gin and juice, not cabin juice. Um, Correct. So, yeah, so a gin would have made sense, but the rest of it does not. So I get that. But I, um, I was actually really... I don't, know, I, I don't I, know if Martha Stewart actually has anything to do with Chardonnay, but because they two have a show together, I guess Martha and Snoop were approached together? Well, I don't know why the wines weren't released at the same time. Like, they would have made a, a really cool two-pack... Uh, oh. 
I guess there's another West, another West Coast hip hop reference there. Sorry, this this show is hosted by one very very white French Canadian here. Um, I was actually pretty excited about about this wine because I do like the branding and the marketing. And I, I don't think she has anything to do with the winemaking beyond lending her her name to it. But it's just nice to remember that this like wholesome American fixture who also is a very good recipe writer. Um, even even Anya, my wife, who's a pastry chef, when she taught me how to make pie, uh, her recipe is Martha Stewart's pastry recipe. And it is it is life-changing. Like, I... I'm I'm a Martha Stewart fan, so I mean it's already an uphill or sorry a downhill uh, struggle for me that I I'm hoping that this wine's going to be good. So uh, you've taken you're the Chardonnay person, yes, uh, I, I, you know fan or whatever we want to call you. So now we have we have this wine glass. Now did you put it in a Chardonnay glass or did you put it into a white wine glass? Uh, I went with a, a Chardonnay glass. Uh, taking yeah. a look at this, um, I mean, the only thing that I find a little bit weird about the packaging is the bottle is like a frosted bottle. It's like it looks yeah. cold from the from the onset, but like whatever. I'm not going to hold that against them. But I looked at the back. It's 13.8 percent alcohol. It says California on the front, but it doesn't say where the fruit is from. So that's you know. That's yeah, it's always... all over California. Just just like we would say Ontario, this one says California. So, yeah, they, they haven't been very specific about where uh, they picked the fruit from. Obviously, it is just Californian fruit, right? They just bought it from somewhere in California. 19 Crimes is an Australian wine company that is making wines in California for Snoopy and for Marty here. And... Uh, <sighs> You know, I want to be positive because I, you know, I have nothing against Martha. I really don't. She went to jail. He did. She did her time. Blah blah blah. She only did one crime, not nineteen. But uh, actually, I don't even know how many uh, charges she had against her. But anyway, she she did her her time. But also, I think from a branding standpoint, I think it's remarkable that even though she's a she is factually an ex convict, her brand, I think, with a certain group of people. It, it gave her street cred, as as some people might say. Well, I guess that would, would allows her to work with Mister Dog. Have you ever watched the show? Um, Have you ever watched the show with the two of them together? Yeah, I watched a couple times. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, I find I find I find them funny. I find Snoop very funny, to say the truth. I think he's he's a real hoot, and Martha does show a sense of humor on that show, so it's kind of interesting. I I thought the two of them had a very good a very good dynamic, and I, I like. I know I'm often talking to you where there's once in a while I'll watch something where I know it's not necessarily in your wheelhouse, but like, I love, I love seeing the good dynamic between on air personalities and like Snoop and Martha yep. have that in, in spades. Um, and, and I think it's I, funny I mean, that somebody would have seen that, you know, somebody would have gone, Oh, let's put these two together and see, see what they would be like. Well, so. I think, I think one thing that I really like about the show that, that makes it, that makes it work. Um, I know there's a lot of discussion. I, this is, I guess, to get get a little bit beyond the wine, but I think it's something that we can touch on as well. Because as I've said, I'm not a fan of the Snoop and uh, 19 Crimes partnership because it doesn't make sense because of of Snoop's brand. But I know there are issues and and a lot of discussion about wine and accessibility for cultures other than what is largely predominantly white culture. And I think when you think about Martha Stewart and her wholesome like housemaker. Uh, you know, original brand in the shows and the magazines that she did, it's largely 
content that was being created tailored towards a very white middle-aged audience and what she's done with Snoop Dogg. And I love when they talk about this sort of cuisine that Snoop Dogg enjoys and it's making, you know, recipes and a bit of culture from, uh, you know, a part of the United States, a part of Los Angeles, a, a poorer part of, of United States culture and, and sharing it with an audience that otherwise wouldn't have, wouldn't have appreciated it, you know? Like I remember an episode where they were talking yeah. about talking about talking about fried chicken and and watching Snoop Dogg talk about fried chicken is just like it's certainly not the way you would see like Anthony Bourdain or Alain Ducasse or any of these other like or Bobby Flay any of these food chef chefs prepare fried chicken versus what would be a very authentic South Central Los Angeles way of cooking fried chicken. I got it, and 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 but but right now we're sitting in front of Martha's wine, and Thanks so for bringing I guess me back. because you are a Martha fan, yes. I have to know what you think of this wine because all right, I'll let you go first. Uh, you you shat all over um uh, uh Mr. Snoop. Well, fourteen and a half percent alcohol and thirty grams per liter residual sugar is a bit is a bit much. Um and, and and have you looked this one up? What the sugar content and everything is? I actually haven't. Uh I'm going in I'm going in blind. Um but I did put it in the burgundy glass because I knew Given that it's a twenty-dollar California Chardonnay, uh, chances are this has seen a lot of oak, and on the nose, um, I'm not not wrong. I don't know if it's seen barrels or if it's seen staves or if it's seen chips. Hundred percent. But it does. It does have. You know, at nineteen ninety-five, um, you you're probably looking at some staves or chips. I'd be surprised if this was actual barrel. That being said, that being a, said a though, vintage date on this. Did you? Uh, vintage date is 2020. Okay, so it is. It is vintage dated. So that's a that's a plus in its favor. Oh man, you're you're already you're already just looking for like you're you're ready to poke holes in this like it's a piece of Swiss cheese. You know, well, I've taken a few sips and I'm Okay, he, I, I don't know. I I I'm really not thrilled. Uh okay. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna say. And thrilled. should I be? And should I be thrilled by this? I don't think you. Uh, I don't think you should be thrilled. It's a twenty dollar bottle, right? Yeah. I'm taking a look at but my. I can... mean, look. Kendall Jackson puts a twenty one ninety five bottle of uh, Chardonnay called uh, the Vintners Reserve, and I found that to be very good wine. Uh, Bill Jackson can be hit and miss, but their Chardonnay to twenty twenty, I think, is is quite nice for two dollars more. Like, I mean, it had balance, it had acidity, it had flavor, it had fruit. It, you know, it it gave everything that you wanted in a California Chardonnay at that price point. Well, let me. Okay, uh, I think this one kind of lacks in that department. I'm not sure. I agree with that, and I'm not. I know you're going to accuse me of of like my chardonnay on the label and the love of, of Martha Stewart. But here's the thing: is on the nose, I'm not getting any like, I'm not getting coconut. So I mean, that usually is is where I find where chardonnay kind of jumps the shark in an American chardonnay. I'm still getting like pineapple and mango on the nose, but it is a lot of vanilla. Um, there aren't many spice notes. I'm still smelling it, and and it's it's certainly lacking any depth and complexion. This is one of these things where when you get to Ontario versus 
you know, entry level California at 20 to $25 in Ontario will get you something with a lot more complexity. But this is, I like the nose on this a lot. You like the nose. But I also like warm climate Chardonnay. I mean, that that's what my, my bio says under the Captain Chardonnay account is lover of cool climate Chardonnay, lover of warm climate Chardonnay. On the palate, let's take a look. I, 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 Andre, I just can't get behind this wine. I just, I, I find this very warm climate. I find it very bland and boring. Uh, I find that it has little in the way that, that uh, of a Chardonnay that I want to drink. Um, I don't find the acidity very good. I don't agree with you on that. I, I think for a California Chardonnay at 13.8% alcohol, I'm not getting, um, a flabby finish. I'm getting a. I'm, I, I have some notes of spice that are lingering on the back palate. Um, on the palate, the 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 nose matches the. Like I'm, I'm tasting what I'm smelling: pineapple, mango, good vanilla notes. It's got decent texture, but it's not an invasion. It's not filling the whole back palate. Um, for 1995, and you compare this to the Kendall Jackson. I don't know if the Kendall Jackson is is any better than. I think this is actually a bargain compared to the Kendall Jackson. Oh, no, I find the Kendall Jackson to be a much better wine, a much more supple wine, a much more easy drinking wine, a much more uh, California wine, but in the in the in the best way of California wines at that price point. But see, that's how I feel. I think that's how I feel about this. If I were to compare this to the Kendall, the Kendall Jackson is just, just like the the Kendall Jackson. You're paying the two dollars more, and I I think if we were doing these side by side, frankly, it would be really hard to guess which is which is which. Um, and I think the important thing is for $20, I think this is pretty good value for California. I don't know. Is this the best California shard? I just to make this very clear before you before you throw the, the label, label, label comment at me is this is not the best Chardonnay from California. And frankly, I think you and I are both aligned that when we're talking about like things like the La Crema Sonoma Valley Chardonnay that we get a chance to taste at $10 more, you're getting a lot more wine for the money. It's just... I don't know what's so hard about California at this entry level price point to deliver something that has a little bit more depth and a little bit more of a craft feel to it. Like we've had Farrah Felton Jolly on this podcast a, a, a bunch of times of Clinker Brick and she delivers some outstanding California wines at that $20 price point. I, I don't understand why these larger corporations who clearly have money for marketing can't maybe spare a few dollars and give the wine a craft feel or you know, it's like you said about the barrel treatment. I'd be very surprised if this saw the inside of an oak barrel, but the the oak the oak treatment is coming from somewhere. Yes, there is definitely some oak. For all I know, it could have come from a bottle. Um, but I, Andre, I'm going to go with it's okay. Um, I am I am not one to be going. Yeah, I'll go out and buy this because I I wouldn't. Uh, I, I guess you know they report. Um, which is coming out at the beginning of July. Uh, shameless plug by me, by the way. Yeah, that's fine. Um, but I, I would like to say this. One of the stipulations on the Rosé report is, you know, to, to get a, let's call it a higher mark. Uh, we look at it and we say, would you go out and buy this? And then how much would you go out and buy? I would not go out and buy this. Henceforth, I would not be buying this in any quantity. So my question to you is, would you go out and buy this? I would go out and buy this. I, I, I would go out to How buy. I'd, I'd probably, buy? I'd probably buy another bottle to share with some people. I'd actually buy a bottle to share with like-minded people, like my my wife, who are a fan of Martha Stewart. And I mean, 
Unlike the Snoop Dogg wine, and is which, that because it, and and it's, and it's more because it's a it's a curiosity more than it is. Wow, I I really got to let these people try this Martha wine. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. I I think I think that is a, a full and fair disclaimer. The, here's the thing: is is for twenty dollars, I don't feel like this is a, a ripoff, and I, I I don't feel like it's disappointing for being what it is. But the only reason that I would rush out and buy this is if you're a fan of Martha Stewart. If you're a fan of Martha Stewart, you're not going to be disappointed by this. I'm. I'm a fan of Martha Stewart. I'm a shame. I'm a, I'm a shameless fan of Martha Stewart. Now everyone on this podcast knows that, uh, right. but I'm 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 not disappointed by this. I, I'm also a fan of Snoop Dogg. Uh, I'm a bigger Martha Stewart fan than a Snoop Dogg fan. I can I can offer that, but I I, I don't I don't feel like this is a slap in the face of Martha Stewart fans. You know, yeah, I've decided I've decided because I am on a more um, uh, microphone this time. I have come outside to try and enjoy this wine to see. If uh, if a, a nice sunny day helps this wine, and in fact, uh, and you're going to hate me for this, it detracts from the wine. <laughs> I can hear the birds in the background right now. <laughs> yes, so the, 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 so that I'm obviously telling the truth. I am outside. The birds are chirping, and I am trying this wine, thinking, you know what? Sometimes a nice sunny day can improve a wine. It does not. Well, yeah, like I mean. It's it's the thing about the celebrity the celebrity wines, um, and I, I still like I still I love the Sarah Jessica Parker in vivo. Um, <laughs> I think that's the that's the best celebrity wine we have tried to date. But we've also had some fun like the Mary J. Blige wines. It was fun to taste through them to see to do that. And it's just like I don't know. This is one of these things where like every celebrity is going to put their name on the bottle. It's the other thing that I'm I'm giving this. Um, an edge forward is this is a brand partnership that makes sense. Martha Stewart did her time putting her on a 19 crimes bottle is that's a, it's a lot of fun. Okay. I would give you that. I, I find the curiosity of Martha being an ex con being on a bottle of 19 crimes, um, to be kind of fun. And again, I would go with, it is a curiosity, but other than that, I could not see myself going out and buying a bottle of this. You have uh, admitted to uh, wanting to go out and buy a bottle to share it as a curiosity. Uh, and I and I would tell people that, you know, we are obviously somewhat split on this. Uh, for them to, I guess, go out and also give it a shot. And you know what? Put it on our Facebook page. Put it on our Instagram. Uh, let us know what you thought of uh, Martha Crimes. Uh, Martha, Martha, Martha Crimes. <laughs> That's Freudian if I've ever had one. Uh, Martha Stewart's 19 Crimes. Well, there you go. I, I think that's the best uh, best we can do. See if we can uh, 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 push some, not that, that they've paid us anything for this. We just like looking at some celebrity wine. But I think it, it'd be interesting to find out where we sit on this. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess to, to be blunt, like I was excited to have a chance to talk about this, but it was almost like pulling teeth to even get our hands on the, on the sample bottle. So what you and I are both tasting are bottles that we didn't pay for. They were provided by provided by a publicist, and uh, oh, correct. And it was supposed to be for a Mother's Day uh, podcast, and they uh, yeah, you got your bottle uh, they today. Didn't show up in time. Yeah, you got your bottle. I today. got mine today. Yeah. Uh, but that being said, like, thank you to the publicist for for giving us a shot with this, because um, as we've said on the podcast, I was certainly not kind, and and continue to not be, and many times on this podcast have not been kind kind to Snoop Dogg. That being said, if Snoop Dogg does listen to this podcast, we're more than happy to have you on to defend your wine, and we will not drink and your the wine. partnership. We will not drink your wine on the podcast, but we will drink some gin and juice. I would happily do that. 
and I don't like gin. I, I just don't know what to do with that information. I think you've said that before, I, but I keep forgetting. Yeah, it's just one of those. It's one one booze that I just cannot. I can't even smell this stuff. I think that's another story for another time. All right. Well, I guess we'll we'll keep the podcast a little short this week as you continue to deal with uh, technology problems. Yes, I will try and, and and work that out by the end of the week. How about that? That sounds good. All right. Well, uh, I, you and you are today. Uh, Andre Prue from Andre. You can be anybody Review. you want. You can be Martha Stewart if you like tonight. It's a good thing. Um. Yeah, I'm Andre Prue from AndreWineReview.ca. Uh, and I'm Michael Pinkus of MichaelPinkusWineReview.com. Uh, we would like to uh, have you look at our Patreon page. Um. Obviously, uh, we always appreciate any kind of uh, support you can give us. Uh, of course, we thank you for listening to the podcast. Uh, we thank the publicist for uh, 19 Crimes and Martha Stewart. And uh, I thank you, Andre, for letting me crap all over this point. Well, I... Uh, and, and all over your idol. Oh, I wouldn't say she's an idol. I'm just... Okay, I'm allowed to be a fan of hers. Martha Stewart, <laughs> if you're listening to this podcast, I would love to have you on to defend your wine to Michael. That's and all. with that, it's good night. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe to Two Guys Talking Wine on iTunes. Two Guys Talking Wine is produced by Jim Ray, Adam Duran, and Ken Little.